What up, y'all? It's the Mildly Professional Podcast with Amber and Laura. And today we are going to be talking about On a Floating Rock, which Laura doesn't know about. So I have no idea what this is about, so I'm really intrigued, too. <laughs> Good teaser. <laughs> so roll that intro. We got two gals from a college town Making memories, going through the business route With a little experience, a whole lot of ambition To go about their lives on a never-ending mission To share their knowledge everywhere they go Now it's time for Marley Okay, so floating rocks or something. Um... Okay, but we'll get there. Okay. Our first situation is mm-hmm. we need to tell a story from college slash friendship slash something. Mm-hmm. So that's a great little segment we have. Mm-hmm. Just tell a story about something. Uh, about anything, really. <laughs> Whatever you want. So what are we going to talk about today, Laura? You had an idea. I had an idea. So when I asked Amber... What's this episode about? She said, not caring. (laughs) (laughs) And you know who I think of when I think of somebody who, like, does not care about, like, social norms or, like, anything like that is uh, Amber's sister, Ellery. Yes, love her. I love Ellery so much. She just says what's on her mind, and she's just honest and authentic to herself, and I think there's nothing more beautiful than that. And (laughs) what made me think of it is, do you want to describe your sister a little bit for context? Yes, my sister, Ellery, has autism and intellectual disabilities and ADHD and maybe some other stuff. I don't really know, but it's not just autism. Mm Because when you think of somebody with autism, it's not actually Ellery. Mm -hmm. So combined with everything else creates An Ellery. (laughs) Creates an Ellery, and that's what we get. So that's kind of her situation, but it's kind of like, She's just invited to things sometimes. Kind of, of a, course. Package, yeah. a package deal. Absolutely. Like, if you don't get along with my sister, yeah. <laughs> you don't get along with me. Um, if you want to be my lover, yes. you got to get with my friends. Um, so what made me think of, like, not caring, and Ellery has a big heart, so it's not like she doesn't care about people in general. It's she just, just wants things. She just wants things, and she tells you. Yes. And so when I was getting married, um, Amber and my sisters threw me a um, bridal shower. Yeah. So uh, it was beautiful. It was great. It was sleepover-themed. Yes. What was it? Pancakes and pajamas. Pancakes and pajamas. That's right. Yes. And it was my favorite thing on the planet. And um, so we, I wore my cute little PJs and my little pig slippers, which I need to get new ones because mine have fallen apart. No. I know. It's so sad. They, I've been through three generations of pig slippers, so it's time to get new ones. Um, and so Ellery was there. Now, we have a friend, Ashley, who we've talked about a ton of times, who makes the best strawberry cupcakes. Or cake in general, but like she made them into cupcakes. Like I'm talking like the frosting is has a strawberry puree in it. Like it's just so freaking good. Indescribable. So good. And so she she does a great job. So Amber asked Ashley to make those cupcakes for my um, bridal shower, bachelorette party. Same difference. Um, But so Ashley did because she's Ashley and she's awesome. And then Ellery came to the shower, and the whole time we're standing there 
Um, was this right before the shower started? It was like during the shower. I want to say I don't. She was making. She was dropping hints. Yeah. Around. She's like, oh, those are some cupcakes. And she's like, oh, there's cupcakes. And I was like, yeah, because we're you know it's a party. Yeah. You're gonna have cupcakes. Yeah. And she, oh, so there's cupcakes, and like just would drop a hint every so often, like I see a cupcake over there. You know, (laughs) it's kind of. Well, the she likes to check on things, right? So it's oh, well, the cupcakes are still over there. (laughs) Yeah, gotta have an update. They sure are. And so, at the end, how did, oh, tell, you tell this part better. How did, there was no end. There, uh, she did not wait. No, uh, but, like, there was um, a climax to the story, as it were. Like, I don't remember. It was essentially where we were all standing around the table, and this was at the end of the day, after most people had left. Really? And she was like... So, uh, cupcakes. Because <laughs> she has a little bit of a deeper voice, so I'm trying to sound like Ellery I with a deeper voice. I feel like we ended up giving her one before we opened gifts. Her thing was she wanted more than oh. just that one. She wanted, she kept wanting more cupcakes, and like, okay. I think she was thinking about taking some home, or like, yeah. eating a few before she left, so she would... We gave her one early, though. That did happen. Yes. You were just like, Ellery, take... Just go get a cupcake. Just get a cupcake, girl. <laughs> Just you go get, get one. Get your heart desire. <laughs> um, and so, anyway, at the end, she was just like, so, um, how did she word it? It was just so, it's just so pure yeah. and innocent and just saying what she wants. And it's just funny how she does check up on things, pretending, yeah. almost like she's pretending to, like, oh, I'm just curious. Like, it's her yeah. version of just, like, oh, I'm just curious, only you know it's Ellery, and she's not just curious. She wants a cupcake. Maybe she said something like, wow, there's still a lot of cupcakes left. Yes, it was something exactly yeah. like that. Yes, exactly. She was just like, there's a lot of cupcakes. And I said, do you want another one? She said, yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, go God. get you another one. And I think y'all ended up taking a couple. I believe so, probably. Yeah, like, and it was my pleasure to let her have those, because she's oh my just, gosh, I yeah. just love her. She just checks on things all the time. She, her and those cupcakes, her and anything. Like, mm-hmm. growing up, I remember one time, I want to maybe I was in college, I have no idea. At some point, when she developed this passive-aggressive personality of hers, I was making eggs, just casually. Mm-hmm. And for me, obviously, like I was making them for, I don't know, lunch, dinner, who knows what I was doing. Yeah. And she just walks by. Well, I like eggs. <laughs> so do I. That's why I'm making them. <laughs> and then, and she goes, yep, I like those eggs. Uh-huh. Right, okay, so you want me to make you eggs? She went, well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Or I think she'll just go, thank you. Like, <laughs> Good, you got the message. Thanks. Uh, and so she just, it's not about social norms. It's not Mm-mm. about any of that it's just she says what she wants well i do appreciate that there is a a a very thin veiled um excuse to talk about whatever it is that she wants yes oh my gosh wait i have another story then just recently yeah yeah, yeah. the one ashley told us oh yeah ashley had these comic books that she had bought for a, a different purpose but was like hey i know ellery likes comic books does she want these wonder woman comic books Mm mm-hmm and I go, yeah, I'll give them to her. Like, I'm sure she'll appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Go home, give them to Ellery. She goes, ooh, comic books? Ooh, what are these, Wonder Woman? I could tell immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, she doesn't necessarily want these, but she'll take them. Yeah. But they're not probably what she would prefer. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Ashley comes over, 
and then goes, oh, Ellery, did you like the comic books that I gave you? And Ellery went, yes, thank you for the comics. But next time, can you look for Powerpuff Girls and list off like all the ones that she actually wants? <laughs> and Ashley just starts dying laughing because it's just it's funny because she's so honest. Yeah. But at least she has now added in the, yes, thank you. Yeah, but that's impressive. Yeah. I'm very proud of her for that. She's grown socially. Yes, she has. It, even in the short few years that mm-hmm. I've known her, she definitely has made leaps and bounds in different ways that I've been able to see. It's been cool to watch her. Oh, wait, I have another one. Oh, yeah. Look, Ellery's stories are the best. These they are really like, are. I have another one when you're done with that. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. So recently I bought a condo, right, and I'm showing her pictures. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at my condo. I'm so excited. I finally found one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, she goes, oh, what, but you need a pool. That doesn't have a pool. Something like that. Yeah. And I went, oh, there is one just down the street. It's a saltwater pool, whatever, or like right around the corner in the community. And she goes, oh, what? You want me to come over? <laughs> She's already like making plans. Yes. Oh, you want me to come over? Oh, is, oh, that, oh, is that what you want? She's just so like naturally funny. Like her, yes. her cadence is really good. Um, my favorite Ellery story probably is, or it's a Ellery theme that like, so for Ellery, she really hates the smell of cigarette smoke, and she also knows that cigarettes are not healthy for you. Yes. So what she started doing, and uh, Amber had told me about this, but then I got to see it firsthand, is if she walks by somebody that's smoking, she'll go, (coughs) and start, like, coughing. Really loud. Really loud, and, like, it's obvious fake coughing, like, (coughs) you know. (laughs) It just gets me every time, because it's so passive-aggressively aggressive (laughs) i'll have to ask my brother colby because i want to say one time she actually walked up to people who were smoking and went smoking's bad for you and he had to like pull her away oh dang yeah yeah rough 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 but she's at least she's honest because it's it isn't healthy but like you do you i guess i love her so much oh my gosh ellery's stories are the best she is too much but she has a good time she does and there's recently she's really into um uh roadrunner like she loves that cartoon right yes yeah she's she's oddly going back to the fairly odd parents i don't really know where that came from interesting yeah but yeah so she's kind of reverting back to fairly odd parents okay so timmy turner's her yeah, thing because like Alyssa failed something recently mm. my other sister and ellery ellery gets sad if you bring up sad stuff Mm-hmm. She'll just, she'll get very sad. So you bring up like our dog passing away a couple of years ago or anybody who's passed away yeah. um, or just fun, fun memories about those people. She'll just start crying. Mm-hmm. And so for a little bit there, we would just go, well, remember that Alyssa got an F and she'd just start <laughs> laughing because <laughs> she goes, when Alyssa was talking about it, Ellery went, what, you really got an F? What, really? Because you know Crocker's whole thing is F for Timmy Turner? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was great. Anytime she cries, we just go, remember, little sister got an F. Little sister. <laughs> I love that. She she calls Alyssa little sister, and I just love that so much. Um, like, whenever, I know who she's talking about immediately. Yeah. Like, I'd never have heard her say Alyssa, I don't think. Just little sister? She doesn't. Yeah. She won't, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and so she was really into Roadrunner at one yep. point that I knew her. And she was like, can I be Roadrunner girl? And I had no idea what that meant. So I said, 
said, Ellery, you can be whatever you want to be. And Amber and her family just kind of look over at me like, and they're like, no. That's not what we tell her. Amber pulled me aside. She's like, we don't tell her that. We tell her no. <laughs> because it's, she has, like, a crush on Roadrunner, and it's about being his girl no, or She has something. a crush on Wiley Coyote. Oh, and that's she, right. Okay. She wants to be Ellery Roadrunner, Roadrunner girl. And we were at Trivia once, and she draws pictures of yeah, Roadrunner. She's a really good artist. She is. She's very gifted at drawing, for sure, and yeah. art. And so she'll draw pictures of these cartoons that she sees. And, you know, sometimes everybody makes cartoon characters mm-hmm. a little bit, you know. Well, I don't know how to say it. Basically sexualize these cartoon characters. Yeah. And so she sees pictures of this whole love affair between mm-hmm. Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote, which is why we tell her no. Yeah. That she can't be Ellery Roadrunner girl. But she'll draw pictures of them, like, almost kissing. And one time, the lady who did trivia, her name was, like, DJ Skywalker or something. She Cute. comes over and she goes, oh, my gosh, what a great picture. And Ellery went, like... I can't do, like, the kissing sounds. But she, like, does the kissing sounds and points yeah. to them together. <laughs> and then DJ Skywalker goes, oh, they're like that. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Ellery just can't quit. No. She's just living her best life, man. I love her. She dances. We tell her the new rule at, like, music bingo or trivia when they play music that she likes is she has to stay within the bounds of her chair. Okay. Yeah. She will dance so crazy. That reminds me, my wedding oh, yeah. <laughs> was not a dancing wedding, and here's why. A lot of my family's more conservatively quiet, not super out there, like, not not necessarily a dancing family, like, a good chunk of them. And that's not a character flaw or anything, that's just their personalities aren't really necessarily go out there and dance. So I was like, well, to avoid any awkwardness, let's just not have dancing, I'm not gonna want to dance, like... Because I'm bad at it, and I don't want to embarrass myself, da 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 Also, DJs cost money, and... <laughs> right. And so, we just had some music on a Spotify playlist. Yep. And, um, so it, that was all we planned. Well, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go get change out of my wedding dress into my, like, going away dress. So, I go upstairs with Amber, and she's helping me get changed. And it takes us a little bit, so people, when I got back down, were like, where were you? You took forever. And I'm like... You try getting out of a wedding dress with a bunch of, like, puffs, yep. <laughs> puffy skirts and tulle and all of that. But um, when we come back down, people are dancing. Yep. And I'm like, what has happened? <laughs> like Everybody's dancing. And, like, the room hadn't been set up for dancing that much, but I think people had scooted some tables down a little bit. So they made an impromptu dance floor. And yeah. so, and it turns out, Ellery started it. She just started dancing, and, and people just followed her. And I'm like, well, if I had known that Ellery would have started this, I would have made dancing, like, more of a thing. Uh, so I just love that so much. She started, she turned my wedding into a dancing wedding, and I wouldn't have it any other way. She always starts a dance party, let me mm-hmm. tell you what. And it worked. She got a lot of people in there. Like, I had pictures of people dancing, and that's not what I expected to have yeah. pictures of. So it's so cool. Very cool. But yeah, Ellery, she doesn't give a crap. She just does what she wants. Yep. And I mean, we try to teach her a little bit of social norms, but who cares? It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And so here comes my main topic for today, okay. basically. Hit so me. I'm going to explain to you where it came from first. Okay. There was a TikTok, of course. Of course, yes. <laughs> this is where I live now. All good things start with TikTok. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lately, that, that has been it. But. 
basically I saw a TikTok and it was this girl and she said, or a woman, gosh, I'm the worst. Um, <laughs> it was this gal and yeah. she was like, this video is for all my friends and family. If they ever ask me about why I don't shave my underarms. Okay. And I'm like, what? Yeah. She lifts up her arm and she's like, I've shaved under these armpits for whatever amount of time. Yeah. And she says all kinds of other things about, you know, men get to have whole heads of hair down there. Why can't I have this little bit? Yeah. Um, she's not wrong. And yeah. so she explains it to her friends and family, quote unquote. Yeah. By drawing a diagram. So she, she, <laughs> okay. holds, she holds on a piece of paper and is like, do you see this dot right here? That's us. Okay. On a floating rock. Rotating around a bigger ball of fire. Like, I don't exactly know how she explained it, but basically yeah. she's explaining that we just rotate around the sun with all the other planets on a rock. Okay. So why do you care that I don't shave my underarms? That's so true. There are bigger yes. things to worry about, like floating on a rock. Exactly. We're, or just that we are. Like, who care? We care about all these things. Yeah. And I had this conversation with somebody recently because I brought up this concept. Yeah. Because I'm trying to, like, feel out this would be good for the podcast. Yeah. And I'm explaining it, and I go, you know what really it is, is I'm the kind of person that probably needs to care a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Maybe there are people out there who need to care a little bit more, but really it's just about what you're going to care about. Yeah. Which is the whole concept of this book I really like mm-hmm. called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. I love that. Yeah. That book was incredible. And that was basically the concept. It's uh-huh. you only have a certain amount of these Fs to give. Yeah. What are you going to give them to? Yeah. And then I'm thinking, and we're on a floating rock. And I don't know. It just sat, it like resonated with me. I love that. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? I feel like it definitely fits with the theme that we've had running this season. Definitely. How we've talked about, um, like, not caring as much about what other people think of us. You know, that sort of thing. And it really does, it kind of lends itself to my, when I hear that, it makes me think of a couple of things. One is there are larger things to worry about, like we're floating on this giant rock that's floating in the universe that could, if it was like a foot further out from the sun, we'd freeze to death, or a foot closer yeah. and we'd burn up. Like it's a matter of like inches. Yeah, like it's something ridiculous that if one little tiny thing changes in our in our floating rock, our life is just over. So like, it's yeah. just, so why am I worried about underarms? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. And then it also makes me think of kind of what I talked about, I think it was last episode, um, or two episodes ago, rather, uh, that it's kind of lends to our helplessness, and that there's nothing we can do to change what other people think about us, because there's nothing we can do to change this floating rock. Like, it's, it kind of, for me, is another... Like, feeling insignificant almost, but not in, like, I don't matter, just in right. a, this doesn't matter. Like, at the end of the day, what my underarms look like doesn't have any bearing on who I am or my beliefs or the people I hang out with. So, it's just, so I love that. Yeah. You're just floating on a rock. It's a perspective switch, and sometimes you need that. Yeah. Right? For sure. Like, the whole... Maybe that's what we talked about. I was trying to figure out what the heck we talked about last episode, but mm-hmm. did we talk about the cupcake thing? Because 
you know, it doesn't matter that I showed up a little bit late with those cupcakes. It just doesn't matter. That was... Was that last season? That was episode two of this season. Oh, okay. Episode three is the one we haven't figured out. Oh, What we right. talked about yet. Right. Yeah. This That's is episode four. Tricks. This is why it's mildly professional. Yeah. Because I don't remember. But I know that some things don't matter. And other things do matter. Because some things do. Yeah. You can't hurt other people, but, I mean, who cares? Really. And, you know, I had a rough experience today, and I was telling Amber a little bit about it before the podcast, but I expressed some frustration at um, a situation where I'm in an Ehlers-Danlos group on Facebook for, like, support. And um, somebody had posted on there something about how, look how hypermobile I am. I must have EDS. Meanwhile, they're not, like, the picture they show... Anywho, brief intermediation. <laughs> um, yes. But so they were like, look, I have EDS because I'm hypermobile. Well, they weren't hypermobile at all. There was no hyperextension. And that kind of irritated me because there is a subset of people, and it is a minority, that try so hard to find a reason to be classified as chronically ill. And, and I can see both sides of the argument that kind of was created by my post in my group yesterday. Yeah. My whole thing was like, does anybody else have these feelings? Cause I don't try to invalidate other people. Like if you feel like you're in a lot of pain and you feel like something is wrong, you know yourself better than I do. So I'm not going to invalidate your experiences. I just hate when people who obviously don't have the symptoms they're talking about, try to chalk it up to a condition. Or not even that, or even just having one symptom. Right. And then saying, oh, I must have this bigger thing. It's not always the case. Could right. it be, yeah, absolutely, go to the doctor and figure that out. Right. And this person, like, in the post, I think, hadn't even been to a doctor yet. And so it was just like, are you for real? Like, or, and they weren't planning on going to the, like, they, like, in all their conversation, there wasn't, but I'm going to the doctor next week to figure it out. It's like... There's this, and I called it a fad, because I do think there is a subset of people that are treating it like a fad to be chronically ill, because you do get attention from it. Yeah. I mean, you either... Or just, like, seeking community. Seeking community, absolutely, which speaks to a larger problem. Like, if you're actively wanting to come up with a condition so badly, there's obviously another issue happening, like either a mental health issue or physical stuff. You just haven't figured out what the physical stuff is yet. But anyway, so then I got accused of gatekeeping. Which, I don't even really know what that means. It means... I mean, I know what gatekeeping is, but not in this circumstance. Like, I'm chronically ill, so I know what chronically ill looks like. Because I know my experiences. So your experiences... not gatekeeping. That's the, what I was <laughs> accused of. And that's... Right, that's literally not what it is. And so then it was also that somebody called me heartless and that stung because again, in my whole post, it wasn't, it was about how I actively don't treat people like that. And there's the quote that I kind of reiterated to the people who were commenting on my post because it was a mixed bag, like 50, 50 agreed with me, 50, 50 didn't. And I kept reiterating your first thought tells us how you were raised. Your second thoughts and your actions show who you are. And I love that because natural biases exist. That's just how things are. It's seeing a man walking along the street and you walk onto the other side of the street to avoid him out of 
how you were raised that men are scary, right? Like, it's things like that that are biases. Um, I mean, obviously, stay safe. Like, if if they look like they have a knife or something, <laughs> you yeah. know, save yourself. But, you know, it's things like that. Your first thought might show how you were raised. But what you actually do with that thought and how you react and how you, um, how you change your thinking shows who you are. So, like, my initial reaction when people tell me, or when I read that post about, oh, well, I must have EDS because look how hyperextended my knees are. Meanwhile, they weren't hyperextended at all. Like, th- that's a fact. That's not even an opinion. Like, they weren't. My initial reaction is, oh, God, like, please stop. But then my action was that I sought help from people in my community to say, hey, does anybody else experience this? Because I do feel like a terrible person, but is this natural? Like, is this part of what somebody later called my grieving process? Like, Yeah, you were just, you were asking in general and you were very nice about it and you were very much like I could be completely wrong but does anybody share these frustrations and how do you deal with them and how do you experience them yeah it was very much coming from a a vulnerable place I felt like so for everybody to just yeah respond I don't know like if that were a post on reddit I don't think that you'd be considered like the a-hole no and you know I was reached out to by somebody else in the group that now we're friends on Facebook um which I really appreciated her reaching out to me and she said you know a lot of people that are triggered by your post are probably the people that are in that minority that feel triggered because they're the ones that are coming up with excuses to be chronically ill and but it is hard too like I can imagine it being hard when you're going through something that's really difficult and other people make almost light of it. Yes. In a way. And and again, it's like, who am I to judge what you're actually going through? Like, I just saw this person's post on Facebook. Yeah. I don't know what their life is like. I just don't think that, okay, so one of your first things that we really experienced of you having, well, like, you have EDS, but there were little signs. It didn't get, mm-hmm. it's progressive. So obviously it became worse, right? Yeah. And was your shoulder. That was, like, the big thing with yeah. tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, was using your shoulder a lot, and it would hurt, and you, like, you would complain about it, and you would ask me, mm-hmm. you know, did, did your shoulder hurt like that when yeah. you're playing tennis? Like, I mean, I guess, like, sometimes if I really overwork it, but no. Right. <laughs> not from just generally <laughs> playing tennis. Right. You know, I'm not like, oh, yeah, my shoulder hurts sometimes. And even back then, I didn't try to compare one whatever up. pain, yeah, one up or anything. And yeah. now when you're, like oh, my back is out, I'm not like, oh, I have back pain too sometimes. You just have to work through it. You know, there's just, right. there's this, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> yes. And there's this, and of course there's, pain shouldn't be compared to one another, right? But there are things like somebody's going through cancer is having a worse time than somebody with a paper cut. Yeah, I mean, or just like there are literally people who, which is, here's the thing too, it makes your life more difficult and people who have the conditions that you have mm-hmm. for people to be claiming that they have them when they don't or to try to be like drug seeking. You have a lot of experience yes. with doctors thinking that you're drug seeking mm-hmm. and not giving you the drugs that you need. Yeah. Or I say drugs, like prescriptions, you know, they're obviously. Right. And you can't get them because there's these people who are lying about it mm-hmm. or whatever. And now there's all these hoops you have to jump through. Yeah. To literally just get the care that should be given to you. But here's where it gets hard. How 
do they determine that that person's faking it? Correct. Because I could have been faking it for all they know. So that's where it gets hard, and that's where I saw where people were upset by my. That's post. why I'm like, don't fake it, right? Like, what? That's my whole point is why are people out there faking like they have something that they don't? It's yeah. making it more difficult for literally everybody. Yes, where doctors think that that's the majority when that's actually the minority. I mean, and think about what people deal with with service animals. Yeah. They're supposed to be allowed everywhere, and now places are discriminating against people with actual service animals because all these people are just saying, my dog can come in here, they're certified. Not like that. Right. Not, not service dog certified. Right. Yeah, they, like people with ESAs that try to pass them as service animals. It's different. ESAs are very useful therapeutic tools. Absolutely. Absolutely. They are not service animals. They do not catch a Caesar. A Caesar. A Caesar. <laughs> a Caesar salad <laughs> flying through the air and they catch it. <laughs> they don't catch a Caesar before it happens or, or sniff out your blood glucose levels before right. they drop. Or literally are your eyeballs because you can't see. Right. It's. They provide you comfort, or they provide you a reason to get up in the morning. And sometimes they do interact like, um, I had a friend who was telling me that her cat, when she gets super overwhelmed, her cat will paw at her to tell her, like, hey, you're about to have a panic attack. So, like, there are really, they're useful, but they are not service animals. It's not... No. It's not... And they don't have that training. That's the difference right, we've, that's we've the, talked about before. Service animals are highly trained animals yes. who can exist in public settings and be trusted. I mean, they're, they're still animals at the end of the day, but they've gone through a whole process. They are expensive. They mm-hmm. are, I mean, it's insane what they go through. And for somebody to be denied access for a service animal. Yeah. Because all these people decided my animal is good for me so I can bring it in here. Right. It's not okay. And sure, some ESAs are, are highly trained. Like, some of them really are. But, like, that's not the majority, and they don't have to be. Right. You know? Yeah. It's different. It's just different. It's a different subset of types of animals that you can have in your life. It's totally, it's just, it's different. It's different, and it just sucks because people are entitled, and they think they can have what they want. Mm-hmm. There's this thing that can get them what they want, and they're going to abuse it. Yeah. And then it just hurts everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep, so I really hate that some people saw my post and really felt like I was either gatekeeping yeah. or felt like I was judging I do them. Not, that is so dumb. I have not. <laughs> that is not even what gatekeeping is. Like, the fact that anybody even condoned that being a counter-argument. <laughs> it's, you know, I saw what they Expl- were going no, for. What were they going for, Laura? Well, it's like your experience don't negate their experiences as a person with chronic illness. Does that make sense? Like, that's more empathy. Lacking empathy, not gatekeeping. Right. Well, and i that's kind of where I was seeing their argument really yeah. coming from. I just think the word gatekeeping was used incorrectly. Yeah, I'm getting hung up on the word because I'm also sick of people using words that don't make sense to make yeah. insults. Like, go back in your hole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little peeved about that, too. Maybe I should post about that in your EDS group. Oh, my gosh. It's just really tough that people actually felt upset. And one lady said that she cried after seeing my post because she felt so violated and invalidated all over again. And I was like, these are my initial reactions. That's not who I am. I guess I do understand if I didn't know you at all. I can right. kind of see... I could see how somebody would be like, so if I think I have symptoms of EDS, I can't think that. Right. And I do get that. Right. And that's 
where it's like, who am I to say what what symptoms are actually valid and enough to constitute you wanting to look into finding answers? Yeah. Like, who am I to determine that? So it was a learning experience posting that and being ripped apart. But also I had a lot of people agreeing with me and saying, no, that's completely natural. That's you. Somebody said that's you grieving your the loss of your um, able body. It's you getting frustrated yeah. at other people. And they said, you're not actually frustrated at the other people. You're either frustrated at the people in your life that invalidate you or you're frustrated at yourself for XYZ reasons. And I thought that was really insightful and probably accurate. Like, that's probably where that's all stemming from, is where I've been invalidated, so that my my subconscious wants to invalidate others because they didn't go through what I went through. But they shouldn't. All that should have come out of that post was right. that. Yeah. There shouldn't have been people who were just throwing words around to sound fancy mm-hmm. and insulting you. Mm-hmm. Because... That's what you needed from that post anyway, was for somebody to say, absolutely, I have felt that way. And it goes, it gets better. Right. And here's what it is. And that would have been, and I would have been like, you know, you're so right. And I told that person that was saying all that, I said, this is a beautiful way of thinking about it. Like, thank you. I needed that. And I started turning some people that were way against me in the beginning. My responses started shifting that perspective where they were like, thank you for being vulnerable and saying, and like being brave enough to express your initial reactions, even if they're not who you are, like, you know, being open enough to talk about it because it is an important conversation to have. It's the point of the support group. I don't, that's what I'm saying too. Yeah. That's literally the point of it. It was really, and I know um, it's, it sucks because obviously Laura is caring and not thinking about the fact that we're on a floating rock. Yeah. And is upset that people were hurt by it, but I don't know. But I've worked all day to think about it as I opened up and I did my part trying to explain it the best I could. I needed to vent about it and how other people received that has nothing to do with me. And you did learn and get better. I did, yeah. And I and I posted an apology where I was like, I'm sorry if this hurt anybody. That wasn't my intention. Here's what my intention was. But now that I know how that comes off as invalidating, I I promise to do better. Yeah. And that should have been the end of it. But no, people kept going and kept going and kept going. And so by the end of the day, I was just like, you know, y'all can think I'm awful, but I know that I'm not. Like, I know that I care about others and that I'm working on being a better person people just want something to be fired up about anyway you gave them that thing I think so yeah so anyway at least you learned and grew from it that's all that really matters at the end of the day yeah and I think there was somebody that commented like this was a really great like thread to read comment thread to read because I learned a lot and something and I was like well if one other person got it (laughs) and like got something out of it and it's hard on Facebook you know if we were all sitting if everybody in that group was sitting around a table Mm -hmm. it would have gone differently yeah true true that so that's what happened to me today it was really sad and frustrating but I'm working on just thinking about the fact that I'm on a floating rock and there's not much I can do about that yeah and so, but sometimes like there that. are things that you can do. You want to know what happened to me today? 
What happened to you today? Real quick before we wrap up, how much time is it? Oh, we've got time. Oh, sweet. Okay. So basically, I'm trying to buy this condo, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, it's like twist and turn and twist and turn. And yep. am I going to get it? And are they going to accept this counter offer? And are they going to? Mm-hmm. It's intense. So anyway, I end up signing my, I think it's a loan estimate. A loan estimate that tells you how much cash you need to close on your house. Okay. And I have to sign it. So I looked at it before and I signed it. And it said something like a much more reasonable number that I could be anticipating to close on this house. Okay. Or it's a condo, but same thing. Yeah. And so basically my loan officer texts me today and goes, hey, we sent over a new loan estimate. Can you sign it? And at first I'm thinking, why is there a new loan estimate in the first place? But whatever. Um, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. I'll just sign it again. They probably just had to change a couple numbers around. Mm -hmm. I look at it and it has gone up (laughs) (laughs) $3,000. My cash to close has gone up $3,000. And it's the same loan amount. Everything to me looks the same. And I'm looking at all the numbers and it's not adding up to this $3,000 more number SR stressing out yeah I bet I'm stressing because this is about to wipe me clean I needed that three thousand dollars um and so basically I end up calling her and just going yeah so I'm just a little confused why the cash to close increased and I'm thinking of course she's gonna know what I'm talking about this has been a major increase yeah and she goes oh well was it before or after you increased your loan amount because I had to increase it because of getting an AC unit long story Mm mm-hmm And I go, no, it's the same loan amount. I don't really know. Like, it's just not adding up to me. And she goes, oh, well, the reason why we had to send you a new one is because there's this condo fee where we have to investigate the condominium. It's it's a really standard thing. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, a condo fee is $3,000. Yeah. Wow. What happened? And why did nobody tell me that? Right. And she's over here telling me, well, it's totally normal, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, I'm crazy because I did not think that this was normal. (laughs) And... And so then I just go back to her and I realize at this point we were having two totally different conversations Okay. because it was a mistake, mm. but I go, I mean, how much is a condo evaluation? <laughs> <laughs> and she says $350 and I went, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Where did the $3,000 increase come from? And I hear her go blank. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Hold on. Let me pull it up again. And I go, oh, this is a good sign. Yeah. Like she doesn't immediately know what it is, right? right? And she looks into it. And something had happened from, it had, I guess, I don't even know what she was talking about. All I heard was, the number is back to regular. Okay, good. <laughs> but it was something about, I had applied for a loan, obviously, with her earlier. It took, took a long time to find a place. Yeah. And it had reverted the date back to, like, April and uh, was, I think, charging homeowner's insurance or something for that whole period. Gotcha. Something weird like that. Yeah. It reset the date. And she went, I'll fix it and send it back to you and you can sign it. It'll be back to this number that you I'm were I'm glad expecting. you called and didn't sign the new thing because I don't know if they would have been able to fix it after you signed it. Yeah, my mom said, somebody would have figured it out eventually. I went, okay, I cannot be like you. Yeah. <laughs> I just cannot be like you. No. Gotta, gotta figure that out first. Yes. Yes. $3,000 so is a lot of money. So I was not thinking in that moment, wow, I'm just on a floating rock. Nope. I was thinking, yeah. this floating rock is screwing me over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm about to pay $3,000 for nothing. Oh, man. Well, now you're on a floating rock. How's it feel? Yeah. I'm on a floating rock, and pretty soon I'll be on a house on a floating rock. That's right. I mean, in a house. <laughs> in a house. I'm just on top. On top. What up? <laughs> 
What up, everybody? I didn't realize I had a rooftop. Look oh at that. Gosh. Oh, my goodness. Man. Well, do you have anything else? I'm trying to think. I don't really know. You don't have any more thoughts about things that you've had to not care about lately or just let go of? Really just let go because you should care. I don't like it when people just don't care about anything mm-hmm. or nothing at all. We've known some people like that. Yeah, or just, I mean, that's sad. Sometimes it's like, you know, depression or, and that's really sad. Sure. But you, you do need to care about some things, but other times it's okay. Let's just not really. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. There are bigger things to worry about. But also drama is a lot of fun too. So if there's good drama. Somebody posted on Facebook earlier today. It said something like, um, I don't like, I don't enjoy drama except when it's other people. Yeah. <laughs> it's other people's drama that I care about. Other people's drama is amazing. I love to hear about it. I keep my mouth shut. I just listen. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get all the good gossip is you don't talk about it and people will come to you with their gossip. And you just don't yep. say a thing to anybody. You keep your mouth shut. That's and I awesome. wish more people knew that. One thing I had to learn about not caring is that um, um, at one of my jobs, they, like, some people at the company were talking about the way I dressed. Right? Yeah. And that was really frustrating. But I really worked on... If my boss didn't come to me about it, and their boss didn't come to them about it, I think I'm okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I just can't care about it. It's just office gossip. That's all it is. And who cares? And nothing happened with it. Like, nobody came to me and said, hey, can you make sure you wear less, uh, I don't know, you wear a longer skirt next time. Not even that my skirt was super short, but, you know, if somebody were to complain, that's what I bet it was was that my skirt was a little shorter, but it wasn't really, but whatever. That was my guess. So, learning how not to care as much is hard. Sometimes your manager is the one that tells you that you can change your outfit, and that really sucks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just sad and unfortunate. I hate it when that happened to me. Yeah, I, got I was told, Yeah, I got told all of a sudden. And, okay, from my perspective... I don't know from the company's perspective or from my manager's perspective how this all happened for them because it could have just been completely different. From my perspective, it was there was an obvious change mm-hmm. in how I was managed mm-hmm. and how I was treated at this company, like yeah. an obvious pivot. And ever since that pivotal moment, it just went downhill. Yeah. And it just seemed to stockpile. Like everything just started being wrong. And then what really broke me was the, also, you need to wear black dress pants. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? <laughs> right. Like, literally, y'all haven't cared about this the whole time I've been here. Right. I've, almost, I've been here, you know, whatever. I think it was like seven months. And I've literally worn the same three pairs of pants this entire time. Yeah. And nobody has said anything to me. Yeah. And there was no, like... We're changing the dress code policy. Mm-hmm. We need this now. That would have been better. Yeah. We're changing the policy around. Would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate dress pants. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to move around a lot. When that job, I had to move around a lot. It was because they got mad that I wore shorts to an event in a heat advisory. Hmm. And I said, you mean, you wanted me to be out there in, like, black dress pants? Hmm. When we were getting notifications on our phone that said you should stay inside. <laughs> I 
swimming through so many bottles of water that day, and I was in shorts. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I couldn't wear those shorts anymore. Yeah. They, again, they, I didn't even think they were that short. See, that's the thing. It's all about perception, mm-hmm. right? And nobody ever told me, here's what. When I first started, they said, wear black pants. Yeah. So, okay. Yep. That was that. that changed. Yeah, I don't really know what happened. I don't ever really know. But now we're fine. Good. Now I just wear, I don't wear whatever I want. But when I work from home. But now you're on a floating rock. I'm on a floating rock and everything's fine. But I do still have a dress code. But at least this dress code is actually outlined in a policy that I can look up and read. Yeah. And see what it is. Yeah. I love a policy. Mm. I don't like breaking rules. That really hurts me when I found out. Basically, to me, it felt like. I've been breaking this rule for the last eight months and you're just now telling me because you're mad at me Mm -hmm. is how it felt. Yeah. So I feel you. I don't like breaking rules either. I got a speeding ticket for the first time in my life. Oh, we did talk about that and it hurts still, but I'm on a floating rock today. I'm going to work on that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So we just got, um, the company I work for just gifted everybody $500. Ooh. And my first thought, cause Laura's husband and I work for the same company was, that just paid for Laura's speeding ticket. <laughs> Four hundred and twenty-five dollars. Wait, it's more than what we thought. Because mm-hmm. apparently, it that since I didn't show up to court, they attacked on an additional hundred instead of just leaving it where it was. They considered it um, non-appearing in court. And I said I was told it wasn't mandatory, and she said, "Oh, it wasn't." And I was like, "But if you added a hundred dollars, it's obviously mandatory." What? So I I'm just, I mean, in hindsight, I did tell you to go to court. You did, but there was no way with my job. And I told my boss about it and she's just like, oh no, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I just couldn't leave you in good conscience with what all that day was like insanely busy, like insanely busy. And I just couldn't in good conscience do that. I bet that ticket was more than you made that day. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. But hopefully... My hard work will be noticed. I want me as a boss to hear that you got a speeding ticket and immediately say, when is the court date? Yeah. You know, not that, I mean, I'm not hating on your boss or anything, but that's how I want to be. Yeah. I want to be a manager who, when I hear about something, I'm not just like, oh, well, (laughs) sucks to suck. (laughs) That's really crappy. Yeah. No, I want to be like, when's the court date? Yeah. I mean, if you're open with, if I hear that that's the case. Yeah. Let's and I don't think I told her about it until after. Yeah, I think that was true. That's yeah. probably true. You didn't even know when it was. Yep. So it was, um, I found out either the day before or the day after what day it was. Yeah. And it was like, well, oh, well. <laughs> and you know what? Money comes and money goes. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot, I guess I'm on that kind of um, segment or that portion of TikTok that is mm. just very do what you want to do. Yeah. There was another one where this girl said this, this gal, this woman, gosh. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> said that she goes, people in my life will just be like, I just can't keep up with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, just, you just live your boring life. I'm be over here doing mine. That's right. I mean, who cares? Yeah. And she had some kind of thing, but I am kind of on an interesting side, too, where people are traveling on credit cards. Oh, wow. And saying, this is future me's problem, but right now I'm in Europe. And I think that's great, but I could never. 
Or future me's problem or future me is rich and famous, so this is going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that. I like to tell my husband all the time, when I'm rich and famous, I'll pay for this and this. And he's like, mm-hmm, when we're rich and famous, yeah, mm-hmm. It's good to dream. Good to have dreams. <laughs> and I'm like, there's literally nothing I'd be rich and famous for, but like, hey, I can pretend. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll be rich and famous for something. You know we will. Oh, yeah. This podcast, obviously. This is, we're manifesting. That's right. We're manifesting and we're not going on trips on our credit cards all the time. No. That is true. Because I think they're thinking, literally, they're going to put this trip on their credit card and really pay for it later. Not they're going to have the money in a couple weeks. Right. Right. Yeah. Oops. Correct. And it's okay to go into a little bit of debt, I guess, sometimes, but. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dave Ramsey don't come for me. What if we go viral because Dave Ramsey's like, <laughs> these people on their <laughs> podcast that it's okay to go in a little bit of debt and they're wrong. Listen, if you want to get into a lot of debt, get married really young. Yeah. And live on your own without help from your parents. And combine your debt together. Your debt. Yeah, if you want to live in debt like me. No, just kidding. Kind of. <laughs> oh my gosh. Student loans are wild too. Oh my gosh. But I'm putting those off with this MBA program. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I guess that is the episode. So what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are we're on a floating rock. And we're on a floating rock. That's what I'm going to stick with. That's what I'm going to take with me. And we'll run it back to season two and say we're on a floating rock. And you know what you should build on that floating rock? A better house. There you go! <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. So you can email us at mildlyprofessional249 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at mildlyprofessionalpodcast. Follow our subreddit, rmildlyprofessional. Follow us on TikTok, which we'll start posting on soon, at mildlyprofessionalpod. Like us on Facebook at mildlyprofessionalpodcast. And subscribe to us on YouTube at mildlyprofessionalpodcast. Yay! So, you can find us on all the socials just about, except Twitter, because I don't do Twitter. I don't know Twitter. It's a scary place. I'm not doing Twitter for reasons I disclosed previously. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys so much, and have a good day. Have a good day, week, year, month, whatever you're in. Happy holidays! Bye! <laughs>